Log Talk Radio. friends around the world now. The radio voice of Eastern Airlines is on the air and we're so happy to be talking about our favorite way to fly, Eastern Airlines. We're on twice weekly now, Thursday afternoon with REPA, the Retired Eastern Pilots Association Radio Hour at 3 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time and the Eastern Airlines Radio Show here every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Both broadcasts are live, call-in shows, and we welcome your comments on the air. Our hosts are from around the U.S. and our listeners, again, from around the world. That's right. Over 50 countries around the world have been identified who regularly listen to our show. And I went to see who showed up on the other side of the world, and here are some of the countries that tuned us in last week. Senegal. Republic of Serbia, Slovakia, Ukraine, Netherlands, Yemen, Finland, Great Britain. Having great, it's great to have these folks tune us in uh, once a week on our regular regular shows. And we're glad you're with us. And especially over in Slovakia. Hello, Chris, if you're listening to us tonight. Good to have you with us. My name is Neil Holland, retired Eastern captain and the producer of the show. And I hope you enjoy the tonight's show broadcast. And it's our music uh, hour. Now, Chuck Albright, our announcer, will get the show in the air. Chuck, it's so great to have you back with us and recovered enough to take on your high-paid duties as radio show's announcer. Chuck, it's all yours. Well, thank you very much. And hello, Eastern family and friends. Thanks for all your thoughts and prayers during my surgery and rehabilitation. And you bet I'm back. As our producer said, we're glad you're with us for more Eastern talk, Eastern news, and Eastern information. My name, as he says, is Chuck Albright. I'm coming to you live from the villages about 70 miles north of Orlando. Our producer, Captain Neal, is in St. Augustine, and our hosts are scattered all over the country. Let's start up in the New York, Long Island area with Captain Mike Scott and the other side of the island, Captain George Jen. Hello, guys. Hey, welcome back, Chuck. Thank you very much. We have Harry Lindquist over in the Baltimore area. Hello, Harry. How are you doing? Hey, Chuck. It's good to hear you back. Thank you. 
Down in the Miami area is our new Eastern Version 3.0 reporter, Mark Porter. Uh, I don't know if Mark's here yet. Hello, Mark. Are you there? I'm here. All right. Nearby where I live in the villages, Florida, is Dorothy and, Ga- and Don Gagnon. Hi, guys. How you doing tonight? Good, Chuck. How are you? Good, Chuck. I'm glad to have you back. Thank you. Mr. Producer, if you see any of our other regular hosts, please let me know so we can tune them in. And, and Chuck, I do hosts. see one that's uh, with us, and that's uh, Jim Holder. He's come from the hunting camp. Hello, Jim. Hello. Hello. How are you guys doing? <laughs> Hello, Jim. <laughs> Sorry good. about that. Good, good, good. Glad you're here. Anyway, from all our hosts, welcome, and thank you for listening and calling the show over the past 10 years. You've truly made us the radio voice of Eastern Airlines. We'd love to hear your comments. Share your memories with the radio listeners from around the world during the broadcast. If you haven't called a show before, all you need to do is call 213-816-1611. Just say hello. Talk to us on the air live every Monday evening, 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Many of our listeners choose to listen by computer using the radio icon on our homepage at www.ealradioshow.com or perhaps by signing in at the site of our provider, Blog Talk Radio, at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Captain Eddie. Now, remember to abbreviate the word Captain to C-A-P-T. Should you wish to talk during our live broadcast, feel free to use our call-in number, 213-816-1611 at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Let me repeat that number so you can write it down for your Monday night visits. 213-816-1611. And by the way, tell your friends about us. Our membership is growing, and we're now at 1,056 Eastern family and friends. And don't forget, you can listen to any of our 481 Monday night broadcasts and our 100-plus Thursday broadcasts by simply going to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Captain Eddie. That's C-A-P-T-E-D-D-I-E, and scrolling down through the archives of the broadcast. Each episode is briefly described. Our producer tells me we have about 12 shows short of 600 episodes. Wow, we're moving right along like a freight train. And all because of you, the listeners, like you would wanting to talk about Eastern Airlines. Our lines are always open for calls. And if you choose not to participate and talk live with our host, we ask you, would you please mute your phone, as our producer does not have the capability of filtering out background noises such as barking dogs and slamming doors and ice cubes and beverages and ringing phones and crying babies and, believe it or not, (laughs) an occasional obscene call. We've had three of them in our 10 years of broadcast. So that is why we put the mute feature on phones. And now I see we're number one for takeoff. So, Captain, let's get flight 8481 in the air. Eastern 481, this is Reno Tower. You're cleared for takeoff. 
Roger, Eastern 481. We're on the roll. Saving Country Music, he is survived by his manager wife, Susan, 
daughter Jesse Jane, and son and fellow musician Django Walker. Harry, who is our next famous songwriter, please. Well, Dorothy, to begin our search for the great songwriters, we're going way back to a song written in 1951. The writer and singer was Hiram Hank Williams, born seven, September 17, 1923, left this world on January the 1st, 1953. Williams began writing the song while listening to the Cajuns talk about food on the Hattacall Caravan bus. And, you know, that, that Cajun food, that'll get you doing strange things. It made him write songs. <laughs> with a melody based on the Cajun song, Grand Texas, William's songs resembles, resembles Grand Texas in mel- melody only. Grand Texas is a song about a lost love, a woman who left the singer to go with another man to Big Texas, Jambalaya, while maintaining a Cajun theme is about life, parties, and stereotypical food of Cajun cuisine. The narrator leaves to pole a piro down the shallow water of the bayou to attend a party with his girlfriend, Yvonne, and her family. At the feast, they have Cajun cuisine, notably jambalaya, crawfish pie, and filet gumbo, and drink liquor from fruit jars. Yvonne is his bachery amio, which is Cajun French for my good friend, or more likely to mean my girlfriend. Technically, in Cajun culture, my, my share of meal means my dear, which refers to Yvonne in this song. Regarded as one of the most significant and influential American singers and songwriters of the 20th century, Williams recorded 35 singles, five released posthumously, that reached the top 10 of the Billboard Country and Western bestsellers chart, including 11 that ranked number one, three posthumously. Born in Mount Olive, Butler County, Alabama, Williams relocated to Georgia with his family, where he met Rufus Payne, an African-American blues musician who gave him guitar lessons in exchange for meals or money. Payne had a major influence on Williams' later musical style, along with Roy Acuff and Ernest Tubb. Williams would later relocate to Montgomery, where he began his music career in 1937. When producers at radio station WSFA hired him to perform and host a 15-minute program, he formed the Drifting Cowboys backup band, which was managed by his mother, and, and he dropped out of school to devote his time to his career. When several of his band members were conscripted in the military service during World War II, Williams had trouble with their replacements, and WSFA terminated his contract because of his alcohol abuse. Williams eventually married Audrey Shepard, who was his manager for nearly a decade. After recording Never Again and Honky Tonkin' with starting records, he signed a contract with MGM Records. In 1947, he released Moving On Over, which became a hit, and also joined the Louisiana Hayride radio program out of Shreveport, Louisiana. One year later, he released a cover of Lovesick Blues, recorded at Herzog Studio in Cincinnati, which carried him into the mainstream of music. After an initial rejection, Williams joined the Grand Ole Opry. He was unable to read or notate music to any significant degree. Among the hits he wrote were, You're Cheating Heart, Hey Good Looking, and I'm So Lonesome I Could Cry. And if you were putting the nickels or dimes in the jukebox back in the 50s, that's what you were hearing on the jukebox. 
Years of back pain, alcoholism, and prescription drug abuse severely compromised his health. In 1952, he divorced Shepard and was dismissed by the Grand Ole Opry because of his unreliability and alcohol abuse. On New Year's Day, 1953, he died suddenly while traveling to a concert in Canton, Ohio, at the age of 29. Despite his brief life, Williams is one of the most celebrated and influential popular musicians of the 20th century, especially in country music. Many artists covered Williams and wrote and recorded. He influenced Elvis Presley, Johnny Cash, Chuck Berry, Jerry Lee Lewis, Bob Dylan, George Jones, Charlie Pride, and the Rolling Stones, among others. Don, what else can you tell us? Well, thank you, Harry. We can see why Hank Williams was inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame, 1961, the Songwriters Hall of Fame in 1970, and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1987. Plus, the Pulitzer Prize jury in 2010 awarded him the prosumerous special citation for craftsmanship as a songwriter who expressed universal feelings with poignant simplicity and played a pivotal role in transforming country music into a major music and cultural force in the American life. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now, Mr. Producer, I'm getting a little hungry here thinking about this Hank Williams song. And by the way, I understand that some of the best jambalaya were served right here in the employees' cafeteria at New Orleans Moissart International Airport. It's now called Louis Armstrong New Orleans International Airport. So how about pouring Jim and I a big bowl of that jumbo <laughs> Right, Jim? <laughs> Goodbye, Joe, me gotta go, me oh my, me gotta go, pull the P-Road down the bio, my Yvonne, the sweetest one, me oh my, son of a gun, we'll have big fun on the bio, jumbo line, a crawfish pine, a filet gumbo, Tonight I'm gonna see my Mashazamio Pick it tough, fill fruit jar and be gay Son of a gun, we'll have big fun on Dubai Shazamio 
take guitar, fill fruit jar, and be gay. Son of a gun, we'll have big fun on the bio. Compositions and extraordinary poetic power. 
in the in, in just in case you didn't know, in 2016, Dolan was awarded the Nobel Prize in Literature for having created new poetic expressions expressions within the great American song. A noble uh, lariat is pretty much stated in his song. Mr. Producer, do you have that song? How many roads must a man walk down Before you call him a man How many seas must the white dove sail Before she sleeps in the sand Isn't how many times must the cannonballs fly Before they're forever banned the answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind. The answer is blowing in the wind. Yes, and how many years can a mountain exist before it is washed to the sea? Yes, and how many years can some people exist Before they're allowed to be free Yes, and how many times can a man turn his head And pretend that he just doesn't see The answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind The answer is blowing in the wind Yes, and how many times must a man look up Before he can see the sky Yes, and how many ears must one man have Before he can hear people cry Yes, and how many deaths will it take Till he knows that too many people have died The answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind The answer is blowing in the wind Mike, that tune brings back a lot of memories. But as you know, one of America's other favorites is an American-born singer, songwriter, and actor. Our next songwriter-singer has sold more than 100 million records worldwide, making him one of the best-selling musicians of all times. He's also had 10 number one singles on the Hot 100 and adult contemporary charts. Songs such as Cracklin' Rosie, Song Sung Blue, Longfellow Serenade, I've Been This Way Before, If You Know What I Mean, Desiree, You Don't Bring Me Flowers, America, Yesterday's Songs, and Heartlight. 38 other songs have been featured in the top 10 on the Billboard Adult Contemporary Charts. Of course, we're speaking about Neil Diamond. 
Neil was born in 1941, I believe, in New York, and was inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame in 1984 and into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2011. And he also received the Sammy Kahn Lifetime Achievement Award in the year 2000. In 2011, he was an honoree at the Kennedy Center Honors, and he also received the Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award in 2018. In 2019, his 1969 signature song, Sweet Caroline, was selected by the Library of Congress for preservation in the National Recording Registry for being, quote, culturally, historically, and aesthetically significant, unquote. In 2007, Diamond said he had written Sweet Caroline for Caroline Kennedy after seeing her on the cover of Life magazine in an equestrian riding outfit. But in 2014, he said in an interview on the Today Show that it was written for his then-wife, Marcia. He couldn't find a good rhyme with the name Marcia, so he used the name Caroline. It took him just a single hour to write that tune, and he was in a Memphis hotel where he wrote and composed it. The 1971 release of I Am, I Said was a top five hit in both the U.S. and the United Kingdom and was his most, most intensely personal effort to date, taking over four months to complete. The soundtrack album for the movie Jonathan, Jonathan Livingston Seagull was written and recorded by Neil Diamond. It was a critical and commercial success, earning him a Grammy Award and a Golden Globe Award. It's hard to choose a favorite song that was written and sung by Neil, as there were so many. But, Mr. Producer, I'm sure you did pick one out for us, so could you go ahead and play it? Where it began I can't begin to know it But then I know it's growing strong Wasn't the spring And spring became the summer Who'd have believed you'd come along Touching hands Reaching out Touching me Touching you Can I hurt when holding you? 
was named State Poet Literate. His Col- the Colorado State Lit- Legislature in 2007 adopted Rocky Mountain High as one of its two state songs. An avid pilot, John Denver, died at the age of 53 in a single fatal crash. He was piloting his recently purchased light plane. Now, Mr. Producer, how about taking us home? Almost heaven, West Virginia, Blue Ridge Mountains, Shenandoah River. Life is older, older than the trees, younger than the mountains, growing like a breeze, country road, take me home. Yeah. Yeah. Sure did. Yeah. Yeah. 
Big time. And the next guy in line is Bruce Frederick Joseph Springsteen. All that in one line. Born September 23rd, 1949, is an American singer-songwriter and musician who is both a solo artist and a leader of E Street Band. Originally from the Jersey Shore, he received critical acclaim for his early 1970s album and attained uh, worldwide fame upon the release of Born to Run in 1975. During a career that spanned uh, five decades, Springsteen has become known for his poetic, socially conscious lyrics and energetic stage performances, sometimes lasting up to four hours in length. He has been given the nickname The Boss. He has recorded both rock albums and folk-oriented works. His lyrics often address the experiences and struggles of the working-class Americans. Born in the USA in 1984, Springsteen's most commercially successful album, making him one of the most successful rock figures in the 1980s. It was certified 15 times platinum in the U.S. and it sold 30 million copies worldwide making him one of the best-selling albums of all time. Seven of his singles reached the top ten of the Billboard Hot 100, including the title track, which was a bitter commentary on the treatment of of Vietnam veterans. I could relate to that one. And to whom were some of Springsteen's friends. Advocating for the rights of the common working-class men, the song made a huge political impact. Springsteen's other best-known songs include Born to Run, 1975, Thunder Road, 1975, Badlands, 1978, Hungry Heart, 1980, Dancing in the Dark, 1984, Glory Days, 1985, Brilliant Disguise, 1987, The Human Touch, 1992, Streets of Philadelphia, 1994, and in The Rising, 2002. Springsteen had sold more than 150 million records worldwide and more than 64 million records in the United States, making him one of the world's best-selling music artists. He has earned numerous awards for his work, including 20 Grammy Awards, two Golden Globes, an Academy Award, and a Tony Award, and for Springsteen's On Broadway. Springsteen was inducted into both the Songwriters Hall of Fame and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1999, received the Kennedy Center Honors Award in 2009, was named Music Care's Person of the Year in 2013, and was awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom by President Barack Obama in 2016. Now, Mr. Producer, would you play the Springsteen's Oscar for the Academy Award Best Singing Song by the Boss? Reflection in a window and then 
know my own face, oh brother Gonna leave me wasting away in the streets of Philadelphia September 22nd, 1989, at 101 years of age. He was an American composer, American composer and lyricist, widely considered to be one of the greatest songwriters in American history. His music forms a great part of the great American songbook. He was born in Imperial Russia and arrived in the United States at the age of five. He published his first song, Maria from sunny Italy at the age of five in 1907 and received a grand total of 33 cents for the publishing rights and had his first major international hit, Mm -hmm. Alexander's Ragtime Band, in 1911. He was also an owner of the Music Box Theater on Broadway. It's commonly believed that Berlin could not read sheet music and was such a limited piano player that he could only play in the key of F-sharp using his custom piano equipped with a transposing mm-hmm. lever, which I have no idea what that is. Mm-hmm. Alexander's mm-hmm. ragtime band 
sparked an international dance craze in places as far away as Berlin's native Russia, which also flung itself into the ragtime beat with an abandon bordering on mania. Over the years, he was known for writing music and lyrics in the American vernacular, that is, uncomplicated, simple, and direct, with his stated aim being to, quote, reach the heart of the average American, unquote, whom he saw as the real soul of the country. In doing so, said Walter Cronkite at Berlin's 100th birthday tribute, he helped write the story of this country, capturing the best of whom we are and the dreams that shape our lives. Berlin wrote hundreds of songs with many becoming major hits, which made him famous before he turned 30 years of age. During his 60-year career, he wrote an estimated 1,500 songs, including the scores for 20 original Broadway shows uh-huh. and 15 original Hollywood films, with his songs nominated eight times for Academy Awards. Many songs became popular themes and anthems, including Alexander's Ragtime Band, Easter Parade, Putting on the Ritz, Cheek to Cheek, White Christmas, Happy Holiday, Anything You Can Do, I Can Do Better, and There's No Business Like Show Business. Hosts and listeners, have you ever heard any of these? His Broadway musical in 1943 film, This is the Army with Ronald Reagan, had Kate Smith singing Berlin's God Bless America, which was first performed in 1938. Harry? Well, George, Berlin's songs have reached the top of the charts 25 times and have been extensively re-recorded by numerous singers, including the Andrews Sisters, Perry Como, Eddie Fisher, Al Josen, Fred Astaire, Ethel Merman, Louis Armstrong, Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, Elvis Presley, Judy Garland, Barbara Streisand, Linda Ronstadt, Rosemary Clooney, Cher, Diana Ross, Bing Crosby, Sarah Vaughn, Ruth Edding, Fanny Bryce, Marilyn Miller, Ruley Valley, Nat King Cole, Billie Holiday, Doris Day, Jerry Garcia, Willie Nelson, Bob Dylan, Leonard Cohen, Ella Fitzgerald, Michael Bublé, Lady Gaga, Christina Aguilera, and Neil Holland. Oops, sorry. The last one should be omitted. Neil didn't record any of those, I don't think. Berlin died in 1989 at the age of 101. Composer Douglas Moore sets Berlin apart from all other contemporary songwriters and includes him instead with Stephen Foster, Walt Whitman, and Carl Sandburg as a great American minstrel, someone who has caught and immortalized in his songs what we say, what we think about, and what we believe. Composer George Gershwin called him the greatest songwriter that has ever lived, and composer Jerome Kern concluded that Irving Berlin has no place in American music. He is American music. And so, Hmm. Mr. Producer, can we have a little ragtime? Oh my honey, oh my honey, let me take 
take you to Alexander's Grandstand Grandstand Ain't you coming along? Come on in here, come on in here Alexander's Ragtime Band Come on in here, come on in here It's the best band in the land They can play a beautiful call like you never heard before It's so natural that you want to go to war That's just the bestest band what in
a hundred years later, we still hear his songs. A hundred years from now, will we be hearing any of the uh, Bruce Springsteen yeah. or Hank Williams yeah. or any of those? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But we might still you know, be hearing Irving Berlin songs a hundred years from now. That's right. And you know, I didn't know that Bob Dylan was a Nobel laureate. I had no idea that yeah. he won the Nobel no. Prize. No. Yeah. Really? Wow. Great show, guys. I'm glad you uh, did a great job uh, telling us about the songwriters. Excellent. Excellent. And uh, with the time we have left, I'm going to start this by saying the same, no, and it never will be. However, a new bird flies the skies around the world, a bird proudly displaying the feathers of the old across its body. Eastern. And with that familiar hockey stick logo identifiable with the old, there will never be another Eastern Airlines of 1927 to 1989. Those of us from these times cherish our memories of calling our workplace home Eastern. And we know the new Eastern Airline family feels the same way about their new airline which we affectionately call version 3.0. The good news is that the name Eastern is flying the skies around the world, and we are happy we have our new Eastern reporter and historian, and historian Mark Porter with us to share this good news. Mark, what's up? Actually, that that was my major history. <laughs> um, <laughs> Eastern has been busy. They've uh, they're expanding into uh, out of Miami into Paraguay, Bolivia, Argentina, and Quito, and Haiti, and of course currently flying to Georgetown and Guayaquil. Um, most of those destinations will be served twice weekly um, into Paraguay and Bolivia and Argentina. Um, Quito is the exception. Quito will get service three times weekly out of Miami International. Hmm. Out of John F. Kennedy, there'll be service to Guatemala, Santo Domingo, the Dominican Republic, and Quito, Ecuador, which came through tonight, three times weekly. Quito was approved. Ah. Um, just uh, the Santo Domingo is approved tonight. Um, out of Boston, you'll be served into Haiti and Miami International for $28 round, uh, each way, $66 round trip. What? Um, That's incredible. Out of yeah. Philadelphia to Santo Domingo, starting 12 6 three times weekly. Um, Eastern has been very busy um, with the Department of Defense, um, taking them from Texas to Louisiana and overseas. Um, I've been following them on the internet quite a bit. Wow. I'm hoping for more Caribbean expansion and Mexico expansion. I have been sending nudges to um, the CEO about LAX because LAX is not served really in South America at all. And literally two minutes ago, I decided to check again, and LAX service starts to Guayaquil on December 18th, three times weekly, oh, wow. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Just so in time the, for the Los Angeles market will start opening up now. And if you look 
ever at Los Angeles International or any of the South American airports. There is um, Sao Paulo and Lima and Santiago. That is really it. The rest of the countries are not served into Los Angeles, so it is right for the picking because there are very few airlines that even go LATAM from uh, Chile and uh, LATAM from Brazil. But that's, that's about it. There's no American carriers that do this. So I'm wow. very excited about that Los Angeles service. I mean, that's – and um, the fleet expansion is now at 13 with two expatriate aircrafts going to join, join soon. So that will take the fleet of 767s up to 10, and the three 777s will be joined by two ex-JAL, J-A-L, uh, 777s with Pratt & Whitney um, engines. Mm. And um, that's about what I have going on tonight. Uh, they're going to be um, requesting a fleet expansion again. They might as well just go for a fleet expansion of, of six more 767s that they can operate uh, from the Department of uh, um, from DOT Transportation. Any, any chance? Any, any chance, Mark, that uh, you might put an airplane up there, up there where Renee is in Toronto? Hello, Renee. Actually, uh, yeah, they are, are. They're fiddling with Toronto, and they had put really? Toronto on the board, and they pulled it off the board. But Toronto, mm-hmm. it looks like they'll probably do Toronto, um, Georgetown, and Toronto, New York. Hear that, Renee? <laughs> Good Lord. They are really very busy, busy though. And, I mean, that's uh, a real good thing. The, yeah, there was an interview with the CEO, and they're they're looking at Europe. Um, I don't think they want to compete with one, any of the majors, but I alone came up with 18 airports in 15 different countries that are good to serve, like Geneva. And um, so there are a lot of good airports over there for uh, summer or for winter skiing. That, um, but that's all I have for tonight. But I'm, ex- I'm really excited about that Los Angeles that just came oh, across I the board yeah. five, five seconds ago. I mean, hey, Mike, sounds like you're kind of flying, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that's something. I can't get over how much they've grown in just the last month or so. I mean, incredible. Yeah, and the interesting thing here, if you look at it, most of these are American Airlines hubs. They're in, they have an aircraft in Dallas right now. They're going to be flying out of Philadelphia, out of John F. Kennedy, out of Miami. And American just pulled recently out of LAX and moved it all to Dallas. So it's perfect to move into LAX now, where American was very strong, and head to South America. I mean, American pulled out of Buenos Aires, LAX. So there's no flight from LAX to Buenos Aires. It has, you have to go via Dallas. I'd like, I'd like to see the Situation Room with Eastern... <laughs> Some some people are sitting around planning all this stuff, and yeah, it's amazing. 
well, they have a, they have a lot of flexibility being small, and their buy is the 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 COVID is horrible for the world. Yeah. But for a small airline like Eastern, where everyone's turning in their seven seven sevens and doesn't want them anymore, they're really relatively they're useless to them. Well, Eastern can go out and buy them, you know, for a dollar, nothing, because they're not going to use them anymore. And they're getting a pretty good, I mean, they have uh, 777s that are 15 years old. I mean, there's a lot of flying time left in that aircraft. Boy, I'll tell you, they've been amazing in the last several months. So uh, they don't let up, and I think that's the good thing about it. Uh, they're not just right. sitting and back, and especially with the COVID going on. They keep pushing and pushing. Yeah. Right. And and the, the smart thing is, as the CEO said, which is true, if you go out and buy used, your costs are very low. The trouble with a lot of the other airlines, JetBlue, American, Delta, is they have brand-new aircraft from uh, – 58 million to 180 million that they're operating the same routes with Eastern that the aircraft cost them nine. Mm. So you can't burn enough fuel or maintenance to try and equal all the headaches that you have with now. The more modern ones are nice. Eastern, you do Mm. have Wi-Fi, but it's bring your own Wi-Fi. So it's nothing, you know, I mean, you have to bring your own tablet. And so, uh, the other people, they have it all installed, but their ticket price is higher. Yeah, but yeah. people are used to bringing their own tablet everywhere they go. Right. I mean, it isn't yeah. like it's a burden to them to do that. Right. Yeah, yeah the only thing wow. I see is an Eastern flight attendant could really use some of the the uh, – how do I word this? The, the, the current yeah. – flight attendants of other airlines that could then help train the younger ones Mm. that are on Eastern. Because Eastern Mm. has a lot of very young flight attendants that are rather new to the game. And then they have some that are really have been there in in the aviation industry for 30, 40 years. Mm -hmm. But they'll get that worked out. Um, But the long flights you need, I would, you know, as flight attendants, you have to have a lot of patience for those long flights that, it can be very tiring for everyone. And they're not used yeah. to it if they're that new, too. Right. And, and I hope that the CEO, I hope that the CEO goes back to his, he had a brilliant idea to serve the local meals on his airplane. And they got away from that and they have junk food. Mm-hmm. So I hope yeah. he goes back to that idea because yeah. if you're in Argentina, you serve steaks. And if you're in Peru, or, or Ecuador, you're serving some fish, some shrimp or something, shrimp on pasta or something. And here in Venezuela, you, you serve uh, milanesas and stuff like that. That was a very was a brilliant idea. Well, thanks, Mark. Great reporting. Thanks a lot. Hope to hear from you again next week. Dorothy, sure what's well, coming down the line? Well, let's see. Uh, we have coming up on our next Thursday show for our Reaper show. Uh, that's on the uh, November 5th. 
and that's at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and we have all the archive episodes up on the um, website. So be sure to check that out if you've missed any because they've all been excellent. Our next uh, regular Monday show is going to be November 2nd, and we're going to be uh, honoring the veterans and the women in World War One and Two. Hey, Dorothy. Dorothy. Today's the second. Yeah, and and I'd like to make sure, uh, Jim, you tell Carrie we need her female voice. It's a great voice. We need her oh, on that show. Oh yeah, yeah. She'll, she'll be recovered. She likes. We're to come talking on. about She's women. Great okay, gal. so we're... yeah, I'm talking about women. <laughs> and she'll join me. Maybe uh, Colleen might be available. We'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. see if we can get her. Very good. But we also have um, uh, on the website for everybody to go up and look, and it's a, a real great piece that we just received from the uh, Retired Eastern Airline Pilot Association Scholarship to Auburn University, and they have an impact report on their website. I have on the front page, I have the link that goes into Auburn, and on it, just click on, it says, because of you, and click on it, and you will see all the students that have received a scholarship from a retired Eastern Airlines scholarship fund. Uh, It's a beautiful piece. They've done an excellent job on it. Uh, it, The uh, students talk on it and thank uh, the Eastern Airlines pilots, and um, they give the names of them, and it's really excellent. So be sure to do that. And as I said, it's on our website right in the home page. It takes right to the link. Our last is over the many years, nearly 10 now, next month, the EAL Radio Show has brought you 590 broadcasts of Monday and Thursday shows. Our purpose, of course, is to keep the memories alive for the many in the Eastern family and to remind those who were not employees of this great airline what a tremendous airline it was that dominated the airline industry from the 20s to the 80s. The legacy will continue with the great associations like the Retired Eastern Pilot Association, the Eastern Airlines Silver Liners, and the many Facebook pages committed to Eastern Airlines and the Eastern Airlines radio show and website. There have been associations, uh, a lot of many, many others, that have since left the coverage for its members. Eastern news and events, both through the media and publications, We, the Eastern family, have been represented well and enjoyed the news, stories, and camaraderie through the work, expense, and effort of these fine organizations. Just the fact that the radio show on its website has been around for 10 years is a tribute to those that put in the time and the work each day and week as an example of their love for their company. Even though it's gone, it will never be forgotten. So from the founder and producer, the webmaster, myself, and all the hosts on the show, we kindly say thank you for your support. And to our listeners around the world, thank you for listening to what we bring you every single week. And I also want to mention to the Retired Eastern Pilot Association our extreme thanks for their donations and contribution each year to keep us going on the airways. 
Now, do any of you hosts or listeners have an announcement you might want to add? I think you covered it pretty well, dear. Well, okay, we're approaching the airport, so I guess this is the end of our Eastern Flight 481 show, but we will be back next week sharing more Great Eastern Talk. It looks like we are entering the controlled airspace of Philly. So, Captain, would you please put us down gently, as do all Eastern pilots with their famous grease jobs. (laughs) Eastern, 481, you're cleared to land on runway four. Roger, Philly Tower, Eastern 481, clear to land, runway four. And we're going to give it a shot here under these Category 3 conditions with a fully automated landing on our brand-new Boeing 757. We show gear down with three green lights. Monday, November the 9th, when we'll bring you our ladies' heroes of war's past. Now, it might be a good idea to catch our next broadcast Thursday, November the 5th, of the Reaper Radio Hour at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. Stories about pilots of Picaran Air Aviation, Eastern Air Transport, and Eastern Airlines. If you've not heard one of these broadcasts, you really missed out on some great Eastern talk with more great stories by Eastern people. Our producer is telling me it's time to say goodbye, but before we say goodnight, I would like to thank Don Gagnon for filling in so expertly while I took sick leave. Thanks, Don. I appreciate all the help. No problem. Chuck Bob on behalf of tonight's host, Captain George Jen, Captain Mike Scott, Dorothy and and Don Gagnon, Harry Lindquist, Mark Parter, and our secret, our secret host. Are you still there? <laughs> you talking about Jim Holder? <laughs> yeah, I thought he would. What? <laughs> He's headed to the honey anyway, camp. Heading for Mrs. Mark. Jim, we thank you for being with us tonight. Good stuff. So, Mark, we'll listen to the music made popular by Merle Haggard, Silver Wings. Good night, guys. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Taking you away and leaving me lonely, silver wings slowly fading out of sight. 
Hold it, baby. Thanks, guys. Thank you. It's a great show, show Neil. Neil. Good. Good night, Eastern family good and night. friends from around the world, and good night, Eastern Airlines, wherever you are. We love you, Eastern. We love now you, Now, from all of us. Good night. Down to three. One, two, three. Good night, Eastern. Good night, Eastern. We love good you, night, Eastern. Eastern. We love you, Eastern. <laughs> you too.